0: this is not happy Easter week. I am really, really hoping that it is just a beautiful, beautiful week and weekend for you. But you might be listening to this and it's not Easter at all. Like it might not be beautiful and sunny. It might be um, in the middle of winter or it might be Easter and you're in a blizzard because <laughs> we've experienced that some places too. I grew up in Colorado and we would always get, you know, like pretty Easter dresses with short sleeves. And as a little girl, I'd have the short socks and the little shoes, right? And then we'd have to wear our winter coats and scarves and gloves because it would be freezing cold and snowing. Um, It does happen a lot of places in the country. (laughs) Anyway, that's beside the point. We're looking at Isaiah 53, 5. And this is the last part of it. This has been really interesting for me. Um, Let me read the whole verse. Isaiah 53, 5. But he was crushed for our rebellion. No, I'm sorry, I keep doing that. He was pierced for our rebellion and crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole, and he was whipped so we could be healed. we on the last part. He was whipped so we could be healed. Or in the King James or a lot of the older versions, it says, By his stripes we are healed. I've always thought of, you know, the stripes on his back meaning from the whip, that horrible whip that just ripped apart his back um, because the whip that the Romans often used had pieces of metal and lead just tied to it. So it would just rip the skin off. And that verse is very often prayed for physical healing. By your stripes, Lord, we are healed. But it's even bigger than that. And, and I've kind of struggled to talk about this because I was like, well, I always thought it just meant that. I'm not saying it doesn't mean that. It just means more. This particular meaning of the word "healed" um, refers to like a, a whole nation. Now, before you get to like, yeah, heal our nation, Lord. I, I'm. That's not exactly what it's talking about. Now, remember, Isaiah was written hundreds of years before um, Jesus came to Earth, and. And Isaiah is writing to the Jewish people, the, the Israelites, and it's talking about healing, yes, but I'm just, it's a bigger picture from what I can understand. It's not about the government or whatever. It's talking about a big group of people that love God, but that God wants to heal them. And the number one way to heal is forgiveness, and then healing and blessing are also associated with that. So let me try to explain as I've been mulling over this for the last few days. And, and I talked to Chili about it. Um, like I said, it is it is bigger. Now, first of all, healing comes from forgiveness. And we have to back up and go all hurt and pain and sorrow and abuse and, and illness Everything that is horrible in our world is because of sin. Now, it doesn't mean we are responsible necessarily for that specific thing because we have a specific sin. It just means sin is in this world. And because someone sinned, there is hurt and pain and sorrow. Now, we've all sinned. So everything that has happened to us in our lives that is painful is either because of someone's sin or our sin. And so the number one thing that Jesus offers us, because he was whipped, and that means to cut in and have welts and wounds, it brings us forgiveness and healing. Excuse me. So healing is is kind of what we had talked about in the previous episode. But I love the second part of that meaning because it means to become fresh, to become fresh, to become something new. Um, I am recording this in March, or I'm sorry, it's April now of 2021. And so we've all been through and still are in the COVID pandemic situation. And oh my gosh, it just is weary, right? We're just weary of it. And all that has come with it. And the thought of freshness is wonderful. And it's, it's not always our bodies, we can endure great physical pain. And I mean, I'm assuming that most of us listening to this are women. And let's be honest, we're tough. We give birth. okay? Um, we carry children inside of us for nine months, and then we carry them on our hips um, for a very long time after, and then the heavy weight of carrying them on our heart. And we are tough. We can endure physical pain, But it's the mental, emotional, and spiritual pain that really can mess with us. And yet right here, God says, forgiveness, healing, and blessing to become fresh. To become fresh. Now, let me read you the verses that come after verse 5 in Isaiah 53. And before. Okay, let me start with verse 4. Yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. Okay, so he's carrying the things that cause us sorrow. Verse 6 says, all of us like sheep have strayed away. We have all followed paths um, and left God's path. Yet the Lord laid on Jesus the sins of us all. He was oppressed. Some of you relate. He was treated harshly. He was treated like a lamb to the slaughter. He was unjustly condemned. I'm skipping through Um, No one cared. His life was cut short. He was struck down. He did nothing wrong. And some of us have endured great hurt and hardship, and we did nothing wrong in that particular instance. He never deceived anyone, but he was buried like a criminal. He was crushed and caused grief. And yet, if we skip down to verse 11, it says, And because of his experiences... The righteous servant, which is Jesus, will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, and he will bear all their sins. My friends, Jesus took all of our hurt. He wants to make us fresh. Some of us carry around the lies that are attached to hurtful situations. And at first, when a hurtful situation happens and 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 we start thinking things about ourselves or situations or our futures and their lies. And sometimes we kind of know it at the beginning, but we play with the ideas so long that we really do believe them after a long period of time. And my prayer is that this Easter season or whenever you might be listening to this, that God would point out lies lies habits ways of thinking that you have adopted that are absolutely not true and they would point them out that you would say oh forgive me for believing that God lay that at his feet and that he would give you a fresh way of thinking and the number one way then to keep that fresh thinking going is to read God's word says he renews our mind according to his word says that in Psalm 119 and a bunch of other places. He brings a freshness to our thinking by reading his word, by pondering it, by thinking about it, by writing it down, by memorizing it. It's not like it's this magical thing and yet it is powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. It cuts through the garbage in our thinking and in our emotions and in our, our mind. And it cuts to the heart of things so that he can bring a freshness. So whether it is sunny outside or you're in the middle of a blizzard, whether you're alone or surrounded by family and friends, Jesus died on the cross for the forgiveness of your sins, but also for the hurt and the pain that come from our sin or the sins of others, things that have happened to us. And I just speak and pray in the name of Jesus that you would allow the Holy Spirit to show you those painful thoughts, the attitudes, and the habits that we've adopted that are absolutely not from God, that we would lay them at his feet in the name of Jesus. And God, would you bring freshness, a fresh, whole, new, spirit-filled outlook to us, beginning today and draw us to your word. Thank you, Jesus. Happy Easter. And that is just a little piece of my heart.